Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Watching World Podcast. Great to have you with us today. I'm your host, Les Norman, as always. And uh, this, it, it's a, an incredible time uh, to be alive. And yet, it's weird to say because there's so much pain in the world and a lot of things going crazy. But, you know, when you, when you have that deep-rooted foundation, when you have that faith in Jesus, there really is nothing to fear. You know, nothing can hurt us if, uh, as believers that um, we, can, we can rest in Him. Um, so we're, we're praying for wisdom, we're praying for peace, but uh, we just want to glorify God with the podcast here in the watching world. And I love the way that God just sets up meetings between people. He, he ordains moments. And so um, a couple weekends ago, I spoke in downtown Chicago, uh, and it was at the... Uh, at a conference for administrators in, in the Illinois school system. There's, there's administrators and some teachers and some uh, like principals and superintendents and all different kinds of people that are in, in, in school administration and education. And <clears throat> I did a short talk, and then after the talk, um, this gentleman named Ben Ruprecht came up to me and, and shared something that blew me away. And it was, it was one of those things like, okay, how did I, how did I not know about this? Um, it, it, I was floored. And excited, and I've been excited ever since. So, uh, LifeWise Academy is about Bible education for public school students during school hours. Yes, I'm going to repeat that. And yes, I said that. Bible education for public school students during school hours. I didn't even know that this was a thing. And you can go to LifeWise.org or LifeWiseAcademy.org and and see more about this. But we're going to talk to Ben here in a second. Before we bring him in, I want to bring some stats that he had sent me. In the in the 18 and 19 school year, 2018-2019 school year, this LifeWise was in two schools. The next year, 19 through 20, five schools. In 2020, the COVID year, and then 2021, it was in eight schools. 21 and 22, 36 schools. 22 and 23, this stretch, 133 schools, 15,000-plus students in four states. And then next year, 23 and 24, confirmed 330 schools. That's actually this year. 330 schools, over 35,000 students in 12 states. We see so much going on that that evil is happening and some people feel overrun and let's talk about some of the good stuff. This is what's going on. This is what God is doing and he's doing it in public schools and he's doing it through LifeWise Academy. So let's bring him in, the regional rep for LifeWise Academy, Ben Ruprecht. It was an honor to meet him in Chicago and now we've stayed in touch and I have lured him into the Watching World podcast. Ben, thanks for being here, man. Welcome. I appreciate it, Les. It's happy to happy to be here. And uh, excited to share a little bit more about what what's going on. Yeah, well, we'll just start from the ground. How did LifeWise Academy start? Yeah, so there's a small uh, rural community in Van Wert, Ohio, and they found out about this idea in 2012. And the idea of released time religious instruction, and that's the legal language. That's not the language we craft. Right. Um, but that's how the Supreme Court talks about it, how the, the states talk about it in their state laws. Um, but they found out about this idea and they thought, you know what, this sounds really good. Let's get this going for our elementary students. And in 2012, they bought a home. Uh, they renovated it into two classrooms and this home was touching the school property. So it wasn't on school property. Um, and the students, they worked out with the school that they would come once a week for about 45 minutes, 
rotate through kind of like a special like art music or gem mm -hmm. and we basically get their bible education and so, so the students the started this well no the 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 community came together to start it okay um but the students just were able to participate in it. got it okay well it's i mean it's phenomenal because again as i knew that when you for when you introduced yourself to me in Chicago and then through the email and then when we talked on, uh, on, on the phone. And, and when I read this sentence again, Bible education for public school students during school hours. I mean, that, that just blows me away. So um, it, it's neat to see since 2018, 2019, how it's gone from two schools to over 330. And now you're up over 35,000 students in 12 states. I mean, I find that amazing. How is this being received in the public school systems that, that they're in already or that you've been trying to get in and uh, maybe just haven't been able to yet? Well, they're loving it. Um, nice. that's, the, that's the short answer. So we send out an educator's survey um, every single – well, for the past two school years. And both times it's come back overwhelmingly positive. Nice. So this year um, – or last school year it came back 76 percent of um, educators so that's teachers and principals and administrators agree that this is beneficial for both the school and the student mm. and so what we're seeing is it's literally having a transformational impact in the lives of individuals which ultimately spills over into the classroom and so from a teacher's perspective when a child comes back and the lesson they learned was about how to be attentive, man, they, they are, they're loving it because yeah. these kids are, are paying better attention to what the teacher's saying. They have less disruptions and it's a huge win all the way around. So it, it, it's kind of, it's not kind of, I mean, it's, sounds like it's transformational for the students. It's, it's biblical instruction, but it also changes mood and it can change behavior and bring more peace and more joy. And, you know, Students can also find out more about what it means to have a relationship with Jesus. So, I mean, to me, you know, you say it's a win-win. That's a win-win-win-win-win-win situation. Yeah, you nailed it. And we know that Jesus transforms lives, right? And so we we oftentimes will say we have the tell a, a school we have the best character education program in the land, and it's because we believe that tr Jesus is going to transform our character from the inside out. So we yeah. know how it works, but they get to see the end result, which is really exciting uh, for them and, and for us, because at the same time, we're teaching God's word yeah. and we know God's word doesn't return void. So, so how do, how do schools jump on board? I mean, do you, do you go into the schools? Do you have a, just a, a connection? Are you introduced with somebody? How do you get in touch with these school districts and these decision makers to let them know, Hey, this is LifeWise Academy. We want to present this idea to you. How does this whole process come about? It typically starts as a grassroots movement um, from the community. And so really we early on uh, started developing a 10 step launch process and and we have fine-tuned that launch process significantly, and now we have hundreds of schools that have gone through it. Um, but it all starts on that community level. You know, so administrators in a school, if you were to approach them today with this idea, they would smile at you and, 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 and be kind and courteous, um, but there's not a whole lot of weight to it. Yeah. You know, you're just a person in the community, and they hear that all the time, people with ideas or things they want to see done or want to do. And so really it has to start uh, by building community interest. And so our website 
um, if people head there, they can go and find their school and they just add their name. And when they add their name to the list, it basically says, hey, I think this would be a good idea for our school. And as that list grows, um, I've seen this time and time again, God draws out uh, people that have a, a deep passion for this type of ministry. Yeah. And, and we start to pull them together. Um, and initially, then we're going to get everyone into a room, um, have a, a conversation, and then we're going to do some question and answer. And out of that, we're hoping to form kind of the first volunteer team, which we call a steering committee. But that's the beginning stages of our launch process. And, and people can view that launch process in detail on our website. But it all starts with awareness, like you said at the very beginning. And the reason I approached you randomly is because people just don't know that this can be done. I had no idea. None. And my first thought is, man, I wish my, I mean, I'm glad my kids are where they are. They're healthy, but they're 22 and 18. I wish they were like, you know, 12 and eight or something, you know, around the age that they could get a part of this too. But uh, so have you, have you got any pushback at all uh, when the idea comes up and, and you have some, because look, when, when you and I met, I spoke to a group of about 200 and there were between seven and 8,000 at the conference. It was just an optional, you know, speaking hour in the morning on that seven to 8 AM thing. But are there, are there teachers, are there superintendents or principals or anybody that's like, yeah, we really kind of shy away from that because I just think about school boards get divided the public gets divided. There's so many issues in the past. So is this only, first of all, have you had pushback from those in authority? And again, I want to make sure I get this right. Is it the students that go to the website and put their school name in for signatures? Yeah, let me answer that one first. Okay. Um, so these are always adults. They're, they're parents, taxpayers that are going to add their name to that community interest list. Got it. Um, but to answer your question um, about the pushback is, you know, we haven't seen nearly as much as we thought we would. Now, with that being said, the moment you put the word Bible in the same sentence as public school, right? There is some, there are some people that that uh, their you know antennas go up and they don't like that. Yeah. Um, and so, really early on, one of the most important things that we try to do is is clarify the legality of this type of program in yeah. ministry. Um, because a lot of, we find a lot of the challenges revolve around that is people just can't understand how this could be legal. And it is very legal. Supreme court has ruled on this already. Many of the states over half the states in the U S um, have laws on the books that further clarify um, this kind of concept around attendance for public school students. And so it is very, very legal. And so we, we push them towards that. Um, but then when the other questions come into a community, you know, maybe some concerns, we just spend time. Yeah. We spend a lot of time answering those questions. You know, administrators, their first gut instinct tends to go to safety. Um, that's on all of their minds. Mm -hmm. Every single principal, every single day is walking into their school thinking about that. Um, and so we spend time, you know, our policies oftentimes are going to mirror the policies of the school and we take safety very seriously as well. And so it is a process, right? right. It's a process that, that can only happen once the community has um, started to develop interest and support and come together. I mean, we require 
representation from at least three different churches before we're, we'll even start working with a community to develop the first plan. Wow. And part of that is because we know it's got to be a community effort. Well, I think that's amazing. So say it goes into a school, is it, how, how is it known in the school and is it optional for students and what time of day is it incorporated into uh, a, a day of the week or an hour during the week or something? I know that's kind of a loaded question, but I guess the first thing is, this is optional for kids that would want to do it, correct? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So one of the things that keeps us legal, um, so there are three things, I'll just name them all. The first one is it has to be off, off of school property. The second thing, it has to be privately funded. And the third thing is it has to be optional. The parents have to give permission. Um, they can't force students to participate in this. And so my favorite way that it gets um, melded into the school schedule is when a school actually creates a special time specifically for release time religious instruction. And so we, many of us grew up, we had art, music, um, library. Yes. And yep. So a lot of schools still have those four specials and, and we just say, hey, what about creating a fifth one for the fifth day of the week, a release time religious instruction special, and it's an optional one. So, you know, maybe we could pair it with an extra computer or library time. Yeah. And so when that happens, we tend to see very high percentages of student enrollment from that school. Like in the Van Wert case, our our forerunner site, they have nearly 95% of the entire elementary participating. That's and they've awesome. maintained that number since 2015. Hmm. We have another program in Defiance, Ohio, a 900 out of 1,000 kids um, wow. are participating in a LifeWise Academy. And we have multiple programs uh, that are over 70% student participation. So it, it is it is very exciting and how it fits into the school day. Um, when they do stuff like that, it helps a lot. Sometimes that's not a not a great option for that school and we work with them. And, and in those cases, it can get paired with another special. And then we do also have uh, lunch recess uh, time periods where the time tends to be a little bit longer, um, but the students will eat lunch with us and they use one of their recesses um, to learn about God's word. Mm, and uh, so it's good. so fun. They keep coming back. <laughs> that's amazing. And and praise God that they're coming back. Like, that's going to give so many parents that don't know about this a lot of hope um, because of what we've gone through over the last few years and indoctrination and different things that, you know, there were some, some difficult times when my youngest was uh, in school, even in high school, and he'd come home and tell me what one of his teachers was was saying that if a student or a teacher, if a teacher uh, was on the news saying something like this, or a student stood up in class and said some things that one of my son's teachers was saying, just ripping apart his his race, his voting preference, where he lived, and just the name calling and things like that. I said that, that I can't stand for that. It's not. I need to go in and talk to the the principal and this teacher and have a meeting. And my son said, "No, you're not doing that." I'm like, "Why? Is it an embarrassment thing or what?" He's like, "No, I know what she's trying to do, and I'm not phased by it." So that's why I continue to ask 
is you know public school bible education how is this met so um this is so awesome i'm so excited about this okay so if people go to is it lifewiseacademy.org you got it okay so on there they'll see some different videos there's a book called during school hours and and do the videos um do they just kind of tell people how to bring this to their school or where they go yeah so we do have a, a significant number of videos you can watch I would probably actually highlight a couple. Um, I I love the the impact story, Christian story, definitely worth watching. Um, but I also really enjoy Julie's story. It's just it's just a powerful uh, story about a physician um, who who God drew into this type of ministry, and she never thought, you know, here's a very successful person, and now she's leading one of our programs. Mm. But yeah, you can also watch videos. Um, on how it works and kind of the launch process that I mentioned. You can get other types of longer form videos, like our CEO does a webinar on there. And so the growth that you shared at the very beginning, um, you could watch the, that whole 30 minute video and hear the history of LifeWise. It, it is absolutely uh, fascinating to see what God has done through history. And so if you have the time, I'd highly recommend that one for your for your audience. Absolutely. So, can people go online and, and donate and give if they want to? Just as you know, I I don't know if it's going to be in my school or not, and I'm a parent, and I just think this is amazing, and I want to help this organization financially. Is it is the website the place to go as well? Absolutely. Yeah. So we, there'd be two two things to consider with that. Um, there is an option as a program gets to step two of our launch process, an option to donate directly locally appears, but that doesn't appear until they're in step two. Got it. And then obviously nationally, the option to donate is constantly there. Awesome. Well, th- this is exciting. And so living here in Missouri and close to Kansas, the metro area is both uh, this uh, Western Missouri and Eastern Kansas kind of area in the metro. And uh, I hadn't heard of this. I don't know if it's in any, I mean, you would know better than I would, but I would love to see this come to these Missouri and Kansas public schools. I think that this would be fantastic. So final shot here, if someone's listening to this and they want to get involved, they go to lifewiseacademy.org um, and they find the place where they can sign and, and put their signature in? Do they call? Do they, what do they do to become a part of LifeWise Academy? Yeah, you nailed it. It's everyone, we would just drive them to our website. Website. There's a link that says, find your school. You'll add your state. You'll type in a little bit of your school district. Your school district will pop up. And then if you add your name, that hits our radar. Okay, and then then we'll get you on our list. Um, and there's some options there. One of them is to be a street team member. And so a street team member is somebody who is going to help spread the word about LifeWise. And, and those people typically typically get um, some extra text messages or a phone call from a rep like myself um, so that we can help them and say, hey, here's some best practices. This is what we've seen work in other communities. But yeah, get on the website add your name to that. Um, and then honestly, in your area, you will get an email from me. So nice. Uh, so if you want to reach out to me directly, um, a part of the email that will come out, just respond to that and uh, we can get in touch. Man, I love that. So listen, go to, if that's you and you want to see a LifeWise Academy in your public school, in your child's or your student's school, just go to LifeWise Academy dot org you can see all the things that that regional rep ben ruprick here talked about 
and you can get the ball rolling, get the information you need, go ahead and get started. I mean, this is fantastic to see Bible education for public school students during school hours. I think part of my brain just exploded by reading that sentence one more time. I mean, it's, it's fantastic and amazing and unbelievable. And I know that our hope is in Christ and you, we can rest in that. But man, when you, see, when you see certain things that go on in the world, some people are really looking for hope. And you know, some people, the parents work and they send their kids to public school and they get what they get. And imagine Right now, if this is not in your school, if your son or daughter slash student would, what would you think if that school all of a sudden had an organization like LifeWise Academy involved and one day a week, your public school student was getting Bible education and instruction? That just blows me away with excitement. I'm so excited about that. So, so Ben, you're the regional rep. Is, is Missouri and Kansas part of your uh, region? It sure is. And we actually have two programs that are live in Kansas already. Nice. Missouri, we're still working on. So the Missouri listeners out there, I'd love I'd love to get in touch with them. All right, who do I need to go talk to? Let's go. That's a challenge right there. Yes, Missouri, on the Missouri side. Um, yeah, listen up. But look, if, if you're somebody within, if you're a parent or if you're somebody within the administration on the Missouri side, whether it's Casey Metro or wherever you're hearing this, if you're in Missouri, Go to the website and, and put your name on that list and, and search for your school. It's LifeWise Academy, lifewiseacademy.org, and let's get this thing rolling. Bible education for public school students during school hours. Doesn't get any better than that. Uh, ben, thank you, man. Thanks for all that you're doing, um, for continuing. I mean, I love the growth. I love this program. It really excites me, and, and I just love that there's, there's faithful people out there like you that uh, are trusting the Lord and that are protecting our kids and allowing the Word of God to get into the minds and hearts of students, whether it's public school or not, but in this case, public school, um, it's just, uh, it, it's an amazing program, and I really appreciate what you do, and appreciate you being here to tell us about it. Yeah, thank you, Les. Appreciate all that you've done uh, for this as well, and I'm excited to see what is going to unfold um, in the in Kansas and Missouri over the next few months. No doubt. I'm excited about it too. Well, that's Ben Ruprick, the regional rep for LifeWise Academy. Again, go to lifewiseacademy.org, search for your school, put your name in there. You're going to get an email, maybe a phone call. Someone's going to get in touch with you. You can see how to get this started in your son or daughter or student's school. It's an exciting thing, man. I can't believe it. I'm so excited about it. But anyway, uh, Ben Ruprecht uh, was, was here. He's the regional rep, LifeWise Academy. And so sign up, lifewiseacademy.org. Um, on behalf of Ben, uh, we thank you for listening to the Watching World podcast today uh, here at Abundant Life. The mission is to see lives changed by Jesus, and the vision is to be living proof of a loving God to a watching world. If you want more information, maybe your next steps, baptism, maybe it's one of the ministries, whether it's family or singles or counseling or whatever it may be, or you just want to volunteer, like I said, you, you maybe there's baptism in your future, and the Lord's leading you that way. For all of those things, you can just visit us at livingproof.co. For Ben Ruprecht, I'm Les Norman. Thanks for joining us today on the Watching World Podcast.